0: Hello everyone and welcome in. We talk Georgia Tech Clemson here on a fantastic Thursday evening. Hope you're doing well. My name's Bryce Kuhn. Tonight's show is presented by Section 103. Running the show solo tonight. Ralph's not with us. He might He might roll in here in a little bit, but hey, we got a big game. Big game to talk about this weekend. I'm excited to talk with you about it as we get ready to talk. Look, Jackets, Tigers, a lot of different storylines, I think, in this game that we're going to get to tonight. But before we get started, I do want to make sure that you understand what you need to be doing. Um, you know, look, you got to check out our folks over at Section 103. They do a fantastic job with the gear. Crowded booth, 10% off your order. Uh, they've got the coaches' hoodies. They've got the shirt that I'm rocking you see right over on the right side. They've got some stuff on clearance, and they're always letting you vote on some of the newest merch that you can find. So find it over there, section One Hundred Three. Dot com. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about this football game. Uh, you know, Brent Key talked obviously this week about what this game means as well in the grand scheme of things. We're going to get to some of your questions. We're going to get to some of your comments. I want to hear your thoughts on this matchup because I do believe that this is a game that Georgia Tech can win. Um, the spread for me, Is it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. We talked about that last night of the show. This is a lot of points to go to, you know, a team in Clemson that's really kind of iffy offensively at times, very inconsistent, but has a really good defense. Uh, I do. So I do understand that. But the way that Georgia Tech has played offensively over the past couple of weeks, it leads me to believe they're going to be able to score some points. And we're going to get into a prediction later on the show of how I feel about how this game shaking out Uh, a couple of notes that I want to open up tonight's show about. Uh, Let's start with quarterback Haynes King. Um, Haynes King, along with a guy that I cover also in Jaden Daniels, is one of two quarterbacks, him and Daniels, with 2,300 passing yards, 500 rushing yards, 20 touchdown passes, and five touchdown runs this season. He is one of only three ACC quarterbacks since 2000 to post those same numbers through a team's first nine games. The only other two players to do it was Lamar Jackson in 2016 when he won the Heisman Trophy, and then North Carolina's Sam Howell in 2021. He's also spearheaded a turnaround of a Georgia Tech offense, and this is probably the most notable stat for me, that when you look at what King has been able to do offensively and what having a quarterback that can do a lot of different things for you, what that quarterback can do and do at a high level, uh, they are 14th nationally in total offense, 465.3 yards per game, just one season season. Um, after ranking 114th they have jumped hundred spots uh, when you look at total offense from last year. It's the I believe the fourth highest change in the country from year to year. Uh, so I, look I, <laughs> you can say what you want to say about Haynes King the guy has been you know that and more and obviously still has some some room to grow as well I think in in a lot of different categories but what we're seeing out of him this season, is really, really a big piece. Uh, staying on the offensive side of the football, Eric Singleton Jr., a guy who I think is definitely a freshman All-American candidate. He leads all freshmen uh, nationally in receiving yardage per game at 69 flat. He's tied for the National League with six touchdown receptions. Uh, he leads all true freshmen nationally and is tied for first among all ACC players with 11th. Is tied for, is, first of all, is tied 11th nationally with three catches of 50-plus yards which is a really, really specific stat. Six touchdown receptions that is just one shy of Georgia Tech freshman record held by Calvin Johnson in 2004 and Amarian Brown in 2019. Uh, They've also been helped by a group that this is really kind of interesting, this offensive line, because at times we've seen them look, you know, kind of iffy. uh, But I think we're able to attribute that to more just really good defenses they've played at times. This is a rushing attack that ranks 13th in the country um, with 204 yards per game. They average on the ground for Georgia Tech in the sense. I do want to preface that with saying Haynes King is doing a lot of that on, on his own, which, you know, is big for them. Uh, You take a look at the fewest sacks allowed. uh, That's Georgia Tech ranking at sixth. Uh, They're only, they're averaging less than one sack per game given up as an offensive line group. So, You know, there's a lot of things to really, really like about what this team has been able to do offensively. You have a guy like Ethan McKinney, who's been a nice piece for them. Weston Franklin, Um, you know, in the middle, that I think has just shown a lot of, lot of uh, improvement. So I, I I do, I really, really like what they've been able to do uh, from a, from, from an entire, entire outlook of moving from one year to the next offensively and and getting that identity. They've done a great job with it. And and so it brings me to my first point here today is that Haynes King is going to have to ball out. Uh, If they want to win this football game, we're going to put it like that right there. We're going to go all caps with this one. Haynes King's going to have to ball out if they're going to win this game you look at what Haynes King has done, his ability to lead the team down the field to be that point guard. Uh, One thing too, if you read the 24 seven sports national article that Chris Hummer did, which is, I think a fantastic piece on the growth and development behind the scenes that, uh, you know, is really cool to see a guy that probably it came in with some mechanical issues and and maybe he's gotten those fixed. I, I think that's been really, really good to see. Uh, Overall, with what King has been able to do, he's going to have to ball in this football game. Clemson, you know, enters this game, probably not going to see two of their defensive backs. They probably will get back, um, uh, and that's safety Sheridan Jones and cornerback Jalen Phillips are going to be out for this game. R.J. Mickens could come back. Uh, Tyler Venables could come back. And then defensive end, a veteran guy, Justin Mascall, is another player that could come back in this football game, and that could be a really, really big piece for them defensively. Look, it's a it's a good defense. I mean, Clemson is is got a really really good defense. They've got some veteran talent. Um, you know, you look at what some of the numbers here I've got written down. They're just relinquishing um, in the top half of the country. Twenty one points per game. That's good for thirty seventh. Uh, Clemson has also conceded a total of nine hundred and seventy six yards on the ground, which averages out to about hundred and nine per game uh, 10, 11 rushing touchdowns. They've only allowed 191 points. Uh, they've earned seven fumbles and eight interceptions. Uh, you know, they have also, which is an interesting stat to look at. They are 19th in the country in plays played on the field. If that makes sense for you and what they've been able to essentially get off the field, they have been on the field defensively for 556 plays. That's top 20 in the country. So, you know, they've had success in getting off the field. They scored a really, really big win against Notre Dame last weekend that I think did a lot for their confidence. Uh, the, the fan base as well. I, all, all together, this is this is going to be really, really interesting to me to see how this offense pairs with the defense. I'm more intrigued offensively what Georgia Tech can do in this game because I think – and we'll get to the other side of it first when we take a look at Georgia Tech's defense against Clemson's offense. I think this is strength on strength. I think this is a top 15 scoring offense with a top 20, top 25 defense. I mean, this is this is your calling cards for both teams at this point in the season. You are who you are. Georgia Tech does not have a great defense. Uh, Clemson does not have a great offense by any means. What they do have is... Clemson's got a good defense. George Tech's got a good offense. Which is going to play better? Which strength? Um, I think George Tech's going to have to run the football at a rate that maybe we haven't seen them run it, and it's going to have to be outside of Haynes King. I've mentioned this a couple times. When Tech runs the ball well and they really dominate like they did against Virginia last weekend, it's not Haynes King that is the leading rusher. I don't have a problem, you know, I don't, I don't have to say I don't have a problem of Haynes King leading the game, leading the team in rushing. But I think it speaks volumes when you can have a guy like Dante Smith or Jamal Haynes leading the way, and then Haynes King averages around sixty to seventy yards per contest. So I, I really, really think that it'll be interesting to kind of see uh, what that. A couple more n- numbers here. Uh, we talked about this averaging, you know, yardage wise, uh, two hundred four yards per game on the ground. How much of that is Haynes King, I think a large portion of that. We saw Dante Smith become a big piece. I think he could be an X factor in this football game if they're going to want to win and if they're going to succeed. Um, They have committed offensively 52 penalties uh, for 459 yards, Tech has. They've also turned it over 14 different times. Look, it's been a balanced attack for Georgia Tech, too. I'll get some more numbers. We're going to get these numbers out of the way kind of the numbers game, Georgia Tech has earned 22 touchdowns via the pass and 17 on the ground. You know, when you look at what this game has to come down to, I I, like I think that getting some stuff in here, you look at Georgia Tech versus Clemson by the numbers. I mentioned some of those right there. Tech can put points on the board. Um, they ran the ball for 44 times for 305 yards against Virginia last week. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. Jamal Haynes was the leading rusher 17 for one hundred nineteen. I think that you're going to have to get creative against a, you know, physical Clemson defensive front. And especially if they get some of these guys back, that's going to be very, very interesting. Just a call I think is an X factor for them in kind of setting that edge as well. I, I think it's, it's. It's got something very, very interesting to kind of look at. Uh, Let's take a look, you know, what Clemson did last week. You know, defensively, uh, the Tigers allowed 321 yards of total offense, which is a good day uh, in the modern age of college football. And just 13 first downs to Notre Dame. They had two interceptions and recovered a fumble, winning that turnover battle 3-2. to We're going to get to that key in a little bit. Um, Also, taking a look here, As you know, some of the potential injuries we mentioned, Jones, uh, Mickens could come back. You know, teams are who they are now at this point in the season. There's nothing that's really, really going to surprise you, I think. There's nothing that's really going to strike uh, iron, I would say, in this matchup. I think when you look offensively and defensively at this game, it's strength on strength, like I said. Now, when you move over to the other side of the football. It's for me where Tech's defense has to play, has to play at a high level. Um, like Clemson's offense is not going to light you up by any means. I don't, I don't think that that's who this offense is right now. I don't think that's what Cade Klubnik does best right now for this group. But they're going to unleash Phil Moffa. And a potentially healthy Will Shipley, and you're going to have to stop it. Like you are going to have to tackle well. You're going to have to, you know, do some things that you just haven't done a great job of. I mean, defensively, you're still 126 in the country in yards given up per game. Um, I think that you know linebacker play is going to have to be massive. And I'll just get to it here. I think defensively, you're going to have to play at a level that you probably haven't played at for a full 60 minutes yet this season. I don't know if they're, you know, I think this, this is, I think this is a better offensive unit than Miami. I I feel like I can say that, you know, jackets are in the lower third in the country in about every single defensive statistical category that you could have, you know, that being said, it's going to come down to turnovers. And I think, I was looking at these numbers here today. And yeah, Ralph, I mean, where are you at, my friend? I needed you tonight. That's okay. Ralph's making the big bucks. Um, we look at, and I've got it right here. Georgia Tech's defense ranks in the top 20 nationally in all three turnover categories: fumble recoveries, interceptions, and total takeaways. Tech has the most fumble recoveries since 2019 in the country with 51. So, you know, when you look at this football game, you're going to have to create chaos. I think Phil Moffa is going to be a guy that, you know, he's going to run wild if you let him. He's going to run a lot. He's going to run the football hard. Will Shipley, you know, Will Shipley's healthy. I think you got a guy in Shipley that could be a real problem, you know, matchup problem for this uh, defense in Georgia Tech because you, you put a safety on them if they're going to line them up out in the slot. You know, I think Shipley's a guy that you could actually put out there and he could do well. I wouldn't say that Clemson has game changers at the wide receiver position, but, you know, all of this to say is, is you can sit here and point out the the shortcomings of a Clemson offense, but what we've also got to keep in mind here is that there's still shortcomings with this Georgia Tech defense. They are who they are. Um but you know maybe maybe this turnover battle that they consistently win and it's just weird. I don't even know how to describe it. Like how much they rely on the turnovers. Maybe maybe it is what it is. And you know Georgia Tech had a three-game stretch earlier this year where they had five takeaways a piece that totaled for 10, uh, or or two-game stretch, I should say, three-game stretch between Wake Forest and Miami, they had 10 total takeaways. Can you replicate that on the road at Clemson? Can you force Cave Columnick into some bad decision-making? You might be able to. Uh, Can you, you strip the ball away from Phil Moffa or Will Shipley? I don't know. Those guys are pretty good at protecting the football. I think this is a game where the pass rush is going to have to play a big role. You're going to have to have Kyle Kennard, And, you know, if I'm Clemson's offensive line in the, in the pass pro, I am going to try to eliminate Kyle Kennard. The question mark, and it's been for Georgia Tech kind of all season, is who's going to be on the other side that really makes an impact? Getting Eddie Kelly back last week against Virginia really, really helped. Can Kelly be that guy? Uh, you know, we will see, because out, you know, you haven't, you haven't really had a full sixty minutes, except for two games this year that you could really look on Wake Forest and Virginia defensively, where you've been able to do that. And I think this Clemson offense, although it's very, very inconsistent, you know, it, we'll, we'll see. It's inconsistent. I just think that this is a group that you really got to do a lot against. Uh, we'll take a more numbers look at the uh, Clemson offense. Clemson ranks 59th in the country in scoring, uh, you know, just above average, 29 points per game. They're about average in yards gained per, you know, uh, yards gained per game, 402 mark right there. You know, the offense has compiled 351 yards of penalties. Uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those one of these offenses that I think they're going to have to get back to the drawing board and make sure they've got the Jimmys and Joes, the personnel wise to do what they want to do. What Garrett Riley wants to do is OC there. I think that there's a lot of things in this football game where you can point to if Clemson hits this, or if they hit that, they're going to win the football game. And that's probably why the spread is what it is because of the potential of this Clemson offense, because if it does hit, They've got a good chance, and I think that the biggest weakness on the field on Saturday is going to be Georgia Tech's defense in this football game. So if that's the perceived notion of what it is, then it makes sense why this is a two-score you know, line, why this is a lot of different things. Altogether, I think this game's going to be interesting. Now let's get to a portion here of the show where we take a step back from the numbers, and we just kind of talk here about what this game means. Britt Key alluded to this earlier in the season or earlier in the week, I should say. And, you know, the jokes aside about what Clemson is and what they can do. This is a team. This is a group that has been the standard of the ACC for the past decade. Uh, It's, it's the, you know, what you, everyone wants has wanted to build to be. Uh, It's what Florida State made the moves that they made the portal to knock off and knocked on and down off the totem top of the totem pole. So Georgia tech has a chance here to go beat what has been the class of the conference over the past 10 seasons. Clemson, although this is a down year for them, you know, I think Clemson fans would, uh, you know, agree. This is not the season that they wanted. I think also they would agree too if they lose this game, you're going to hear a lot of excuses. What I would say to this, it doesn't really matter what this team needs to do and what this group needs to do is they have got to be able to meet the challenge head-on up their Memorial Stadium. Yes, Clemson's still the class of the conference. This is still a talented team, although the record doesn't show it. I, I think that this team is probably a little bit better than 5-4. and four. Not much better. I'm not talking about a 10-win team, but I think they're an, a 9-3 and three team. You know, I think they still have a lot of talent. Uh, you're going to have to slow down, like I said, Phil Maffa. They've got a lot of confidence. You know that fan base needs needs you know to be win this game. Uh, Davo Sweeney needs to win this football game, and you're going to be facing a motivated bunch. Uh, now, all that to say, Georgia Tech can be motivated to go up there, and, like I said, knock off what has been the class of the ACC for the past decade. Uh, this has been the benchmark, and here's a chance for Georgia Tech to go and face the benchmark of this conference. Records aside, that logo, the color scheme, that stadium has been the cream of the crop here for essentially the past decade in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Can you go there and knock them off? I don't care what records are. I think there's a lot of pride at stake in this football game because Clemson doesn't want to lose to Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech is smelling blood in the water with their best team and Clemson's, you know, sea level team with what they've been playing. So I think it's. It's it's you know if this is a this is a game that means a lot, and I think it's gonna be high emotions as it should be. I mean, I think we're gonna see you know ABC, ESPN cut to another emotional pregame speech from Brent Key, but I do think that this game is winnable. The spread is 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 is, is pretty large in the fact that it, it's still a and y'all correct me if I'm wrong here. This is still a thirteen. What do we have, what do we have here? 14 and a half point spread, something along those lines. I know we looked at it last night. I don't know. I think that this game is going to be very interesting. I got GT 190 down there saying 14 point spread. So I think this game has a lot of potential to be one where you get to measure yourself. Where are you at as a program? Uh, where are you at from uh, understanding the philosophy of what you want to be under Brent Key and where you are in the pecking order of the ACC? Yes, it says you're third, but this would be, I don't want to say changing of the guard or anything like that. Um, I don't think this Knox-Clemson, a loss for the Tigers, Knox-Clemson may be completely out of the running um, of what they want to be in the future. But what I do think is that this is a game that Georgia Tech can measure who they are under Brent Key. I want to get to a couple more stats before I get my final thoughts and predictions. Make sure to get your predictions uh, in there as well. Georgia Tech has lost eight in a row overall to the Tigers, dating back. Uh, the last one was in 2014, where they won 28-6 in Atlanta. They have lost seven straight at Clemson Memorial Stadium, dating back to the when they had in 2008 when they won 21-17. to 17. This is a chance to break a streak uh, if they can do just that. So that's a couple of the numbers. Clemson's the fourth most common opponent in Georgia Tech history. You're not going to get this game. You don't really know. Uh, here's another key stat. Georgia Tech is 4-2 and two against ranked opponents under head coach Brent Key, including a 4-0 and o record against ranked ACC opponents. Uh, three of the four wins have come on the road. Uh, you know, it's, they're two and one this year against ranked opponents. The only loss there being to Ole Miss, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things that you can look and see about this team that tells you just different things. You can look at the markers, you can look at the stats. I think overall, we sit here tonight and this is what we say. Here's the prediction. I think Georgia Tech is going to have a great opportunity to go on the road and win this football game. I think that there is a path for them winning this football game. I think that offensively, this is going to be a very nice test for them against a good Clemson defense. Of what you can do and where, where does where does this come into play? You know, going forward, because is this just a? You know, a couple games against some bad teams that you've had, you know, great offensive outputs. But now you face a team that's, you know, maybe in the upper half of the entire country. And now let's see what you do. So here we go. I'm taking Georgia Tech to cover. I'm taking Clemson to win. I think Clemson wins this football game. I do. I just think that offensively they're going to be able to lean on the ground if Georgia Tech can play out of their minds defensively up front, I think that's going to change some things. But I've got Clemson winning this one in a close one. Take Georgia Tech to cover. I think that the point spread is ridiculous, uh, and and not, that might come back to bite me. Like Clemson fans might hop on here, you know, on Sunday or Monday or whatever, and joke about this. I do think that the spread is a little too wide for the liking here. So I would take Georgia Tech plus the fourteen. I'm taking Clemson to win a, a close one. I just think they're going to be able to make more plays late in the football game. Uh, They're a little more battle tested. They're, you know, uh, they're going to have a little bit more veteran players that have been in situations like this. And I think it's going to be another maybe potentially tough learning lesson for this Georgia Tech group that says, hey, we use this for next year and we can go, you know, win some games like this. It's a different opponent. It, It is. And like I said, I think they're a little bit better than their five and four record shows, and I think Georgia Tech is, you know, a little bit better than their five and four record shows. But I do have uh, Clemson winning this football game in a slim margin. Uh, I sit in the neighborhood. Let's roll with it. Um, let's go thirty-four twenty-eight. I think this has got to, you know, this is this is going to be a good football game. I just don't know if Georgia Tech is going to be able to. I'll, I'll say this. I, if Georgia tech is able to convert like they have against the Virginias and the Boston, you know, not to say Boston colleges, but you know, offensively against other teams, then they can go and score 35, 40 points and win the football game. I'll give you that key. If Clemson wins this football game, I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. If it's made into a shootout, that's where I actually think this game favors Georgia tech and their ability to score so quickly. But I do think it's going to be kept low scoring. I think, Georgia Tech's going to find a little bit of resistance early on against Clemson's defense. And you're going to get to see obviously what Buster Faulkner can have drawn up. I do think this is going to be a close football game. There is a path to Georgia Tech winning it, but I'm taking Clemson you know, by a slim margin to win this one. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. The preview show. Uh, it's going to be really, really fun to talk with you about this game on Sunday night, 7:30 Central, 8:30 Eastern. We're going to go live recapping what we hope is a Georgia Tech win. Uh I don't know how I feel about it right now. I will tell you this every single time I've picked against Georgia tech, they've won except for the Louisville game. So take that fade my pick and maybe, uh, maybe Georgia tech comes out with a double digit win. We'll see uh, that and more, but Hey, it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure to like the video, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube. If you're listening to this podcast form, we appreciate you as well. I am going to be, uh, you know, like watching this game with a keen eye on Sunday and we'll be talking about it. You can join the conversation down there on the discord below. We will catch you next time. Make sure, like I said, to subscribe, to like the video, to do all the things necessary in order for you to stay tuned with The Crowded Booth. This is Swarm Talk, best Georgia tech show on the internet. We'll catch you next time here on The Crowded Booth. Pile in here and make yourself feel at home. The Crowded Booth is coming on. The Crowded Booth with Bryce Coon.